Hello, everybody, and welcome to Living in the Third Degree with BPD. My name is Brad Shattuck, and I am your host. This podcast is about my personal experiences, stories, and events with dealing with borderline personality disorder, otherwise known as BPD. My experiences with BPD is due to my wife, now ex-wife, who I have been with for 34 years, was diagnosed with BPD in 2012. And I want to share my experiences with you so that if you are someone who has somebody in your life with BPD, that you may relate to what I'm saying along with my personal tips and suggestions that may or may not work in your specific situation. And if you are someone who has been diagnosed or think you may have BPD, that you may recognize the signs and understand the havoc and turmoil that it can have around people that are involved in your life. Let me caution you that I am in no way qualified or certified in the field of mental health and that my personal suggestions are merely my personal opinion and do not recommend that anybody take any mental health therapy into their own hands, but to personally seek out the help from a professional in the field of mental health. And furthermore, if you are a couple, you might even consider counseling to help further your relationship a little bit better. So with that being said, I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. Thank you again for listening to Living in the Third Degree with BPD. My name is Brad Shattuck, and I'm your host. This episode is probably not going to be um, long as my usual episodes are anywhere from 15 minutes to a half an hour. Um, But something came to mind. I don't know why I haven't thought of this one earlier, but um, a lot of times when my wife would accuse me of something, I kind of did a um, kind of a reverse psychology tidbit to her and made her think a few times and whether it actually worked or not it's hard to tell they're not going to actually come up and say hey I tried your advice um, to see if you were sneaking around or not but it's worth it to give it a shot and I noticed a lot of the accusations started diminishing after I tried this um, this little plan that I devised on my own and I don't know, it seemed like it may have worked a little bit, but I think when you listen, it may make sense to you, and it's worth it for you to give it a shot. So, with that being said, welcome into episode number 50, and um, let's get on with the episode. Hello everybody, Brad Shattuck here, your host. I get a question for you. How many of you love to read but just don't have the time? I myself am one of them. In the past three years, I've probably read one book, and even then, it was a task. Audible.com can offer Audible books. Listen to them anytime in your car, when you're shopping. You can get books read that you normally wouldn't be able to. It's so convenient. And our listeners can get a free 30-day trial with two free books, which is like a $60 value. It's a great offer. They have titles from thrillers, love, romance, learning, you name it. You can specifically read up on disorders, um, mental health disorders, borderline personality disorder, DBT, dialectical uh, behavior therapy, you name it. They got thousands and thousands of titles. Get reading done that you normally wouldn't have time to do. Like I said, our listeners can get a 30-day free trial with two free books. Go into the show notes. You'll see the link there. Click it, and again, thank you for listening. Hello, everybody, and again, thank you for uh, tuning in, and um, I just want to say thank you for making 
this possible to be episode number 50. Wow. I mean, this is a huge milestone for me. I never thought I'd get past 10, maybe 20 episodes, and it's become very successful with hundreds of emails, um, voicemails, and um, reviews and responses. I mean, I want to thank all of you for really making this meaningful. Um, this is Bridget. I didn't honestly want anybody to be able to hear my podcast. I wanted this just to be a, um, you know, self-therapeutic for myself, and it turned out to be better than I ever thought. So anyways, this episode is, um, honey, you full of my plan. And what I would do is a lot of times I would explain to my wife, like, here's an example. Um, there was one time we were in the bedroom and it was um, a nice night out. The windows were open and you could hear like a couple of noises outside. And we have two cats and we have two dogs. Um, they roam in and out of the back hallway into the backyard and they knock things down to make noises. So um, one time she said, um, she said, yeah, I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to shut the lights off outside. I'm going to um, make sure I, um, how'd she say it? Like, you know, like set up a trap or something like that and started arguing with me about it. So that was the first night I said, you know what? If I was you, now let, this never would happen, Michelle, but let's just say hypothetically that I had somebody come up to meet me in the backyard and I was going to make an excuse to go sneak outside and meet them. Wouldn't you want to catch me in the act? Wouldn't you want to have your video camera ready and another one in your other hand with a spotlight, you know, with the light on the, the camera? Wouldn't you want to catch me in the act? Now, let's say hypothetically this is true. Say I was going to meet somebody. Now, you just forward the plan. Now, again, this is just hypothetically. None of what I'm going to say is true. But the next time you go in the bathroom, or, you know, we, we have a minute apart or I go in the bathroom, I'd be texting her, oh, the, the plan's been foiled. Can't meet tonight. She already heard you outside. Um, or sometimes it would just be out of the blue. All of a sudden she would say, um, oh, I can smell perfume. Oh, she must be outside. going to be waiting for you tonight. So again, I said, you know, what you could have done was, let's say she was outside and a whiff of her perfume came into the house. Don't you think you would have kept it to yourself? And again, said, ha, now I'm going to catch him. The first minute I pretend I'm going to sleep and he sneaks out or goes to the bathroom and he wants to sneak outside and talk to her, I'm going to get him. But now, Michelle, you ruined the plan because what you did was now, I'm, I, again, this is hypothetically, I'm going to text her and say, she smelled your perfume. You had it on heavy. You know, we can't do it again tonight. So now you can't catch anybody in the plan. This is just he said, she said, Michelle, you, you know, for whatever thought, you know, you thought it was. Not only that, every time you come up with these ideas, you say, if I was doing something, I'm going to, you know, obviously make sure. Don't ever wear heavy perfume. Don't make noises outside. You know, you you blurt out these things so loudly, and they're not going to happen. So now, uh, you know, who's the winner here? The winner would be in my court. Now you can't catch us in the act. You can't prove it. It's only what your thoughts. I said, don't you want to do this? And I'll say hypothetically, say you did smell some perfume and go, ah, oh, now I'm going to get them. Get your phone ready. Get it on record. And then when you pretend you're sleeping, you know, if I get up to go get out of the bed to go to the bathroom, get your video ready, and then you can get it, snap it, record it, whatever, and say, there, now you want me to think I'm crazy? Now you want to keep calling me a liar? Now I got it on proof, and I'm going to tell the world about it. That's what I would expect you to do. But now you just foiled my plan. So 
she would do this many times like um um oh, what was it oh there was another time we were coming home and coincidentally a car turned down the street that we live on which is a state route and um all of a sudden when i went to slow down pulling the driveway the other car instead of just speeding around me they kind of like came to a stop and i even noticed it when we pulled in the driveway they kind of like stopped and i even looked around i'm like um can i help you and then they sped off and she's like oh what were you waiting for your little girlfriend so she now she knew knows where we live she had to write down the the apartment i mean the um the house number you know she kept going on like that and then before going in the house she stayed outside, shut the lights off, and wanted to sit out there and see if a car went back by or that car went back by. And I didn't even take notice of what kind of car it was. And I said, you know, the same thing again here. Would you act all crazy? Well, you should have done just ignored it, gone on with your business, pretended like you didn't even really notice anything. Again, get your camera, get your video, get ready. Because now, again, hypothetically, if it was true, I'm going to go text her and say, you sat too long behind me before I pulled in. She knows you were looking at the uh, house number. She knows you're probably going to be back by tonight. Now she's going to be on guard. We can't meet up. I said, now, do you see what I'm saying, Michelle? If you see things like this, keep it to yourself. Be on guard with your camera already, always ready with record. Why tip the other person off? Don't you want to catch them in the act? Or you just always want them to say, oh, we can't do it tonight. You know, I if I was you, I'd want to keep my mouth shut as much as possible. Keep things to myself. Don't blurt it out there. And that way, more and more, or, you know, you can get good, um, what do you want to call it, evidence. You know what I mean? <clears throat> and, of course, she would get mad. And she's like, oh, you're playing a little reverse psychology. And I said, call it what you want, but tell me I'm not being truthful. That's what I would do. If I thought something was happening, I'm not going to sit there and, and alarm you. So you can sit there and call whoever and say, oh, you know, he definitely saw that you went drive but too slow. He's going to keep his eyes out all night and, you know, we're not going to be able to meet up tonight because you want to sit there and go so slow. He's going to be on guard. No. What you do is I would play it off and be like, oh, I'm going to see if she happens to make excuses to go outside or when she has to go to the bathroom and she's going to take her phone in with her because I purposely used to not bring my phone to the bathroom with me. I had no reason to. And even if I did because of her disorder, there's certain things that I purposely didn't do like, um, like, we lived by ourselves, so when we were at the house, I never had to shut the bathroom door all the way and definitely not lock it. There's no reason for that. It's only us in the house. Um, you know, I take a shower. We never had to, like, shut the door all the way. Most of the time, we took a shower together anyways. But I used to work around her disorder like that. But that's, you know, this episode, it, like I said, you know, honey, don't foil the plans. And try to explain to her that way. And don't do it in a joking manner because... However you come across is how she's going to take it. Whether you're being wise, if you're being joking, if you're making fun of her, just say, I'm being serious. If you want, if you really think I'm doing something, you want to catch me in the act, because if I was in your position, I'd want to catch somebody in the act too. And say, you know what? Here's the proof. Get out. And if, if this helps you so you can love me more and see how much I really do love you, that nothing is going on, don't stop blurting out every time you smell perfume or you notice a car driving by slow or something. Because every time a car would drive by slow, she would say the same thing. Oh, what are they driving by to see if you're home? Okay, so again, I go to text her. Thanks for driving by slow. We can't meet tonight. You know, she's going to be on guard. So anyways, like I said, this 
was pretty much going to be a quick episode. I mean, it's almost 10 minutes, but 10 minutes is a pretty quick episode. But I think you kind of see my point. What I'm trying to put out there is try to say, if you want to catch me, if it makes, if it means that much to you that you want to catch me for either because you hate me that much, you want to get rid of me and say, here's the proof. Or if you want to prove how much I really do love you, that these things are not true. Either way, don't throw out the other tips. Keep it to yourself. Keep your phone on guard and get the hard evidence. Because when you leave or leave me or make me leave, all I'm going to say is make sure you review that hard evidence that you had so you know you made a good decision. Review that evidence because you know what? There won't be any because I love you and I wouldn't be doing any of that stuff. So anyways, like I say, every single time, every episode in his celebration of episode number 50, if you have somebody in your life that has BPD, love them as much as you can and understand them as much as you can because they find it so hard to understand themselves and even harder to love themselves. So with that being said, have a happy relationship and have a happy life. And thank you. Thank you for letting me go to 50 episodes and strong. Thank you. You've been listening to Living in the Third Degree with BPD. I hope you enjoyed the show. And please check out my many other episodes. I hope you get some beneficial suggestions from my experiences. And remember, we're all responsible for our own choices. I'd like to remind you that if you have someone in your life with BPD, try to understand them and love them as much as you can because they find it so hard to be able to understand themselves and love themselves. So thank you again and have a happy life.